Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 1055, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Welcome to the Impact Hour. I'm John. Hi, and I'm Rena. Today, show's t- is titled Wrestling with Passions. And we've been going through kind of an experience ourselves, kind of being a little bit more open and vulnerable with you guys. But uh, it turns out that what Rena is passionate about is not exactly the same as what I'm passionate about. Shocking. And we've been kind of wrestling a bit with how to integrate those two together. It's a process. It's definitely a process. And uh, we made a choice, like John's saying, to be um, transparent with you, our listeners, and to share the journey with you and share what it's like because we believe it'll be of benefit to you as you're exploring what you're passionate about and seeking to live that out in your own life. Yes. And a part of, part of the journey has been really getting to the core of what each of us is passionate about. A lot of times there's, there's details, there's nuance to it, there's kind of the why behind the why that we get to. When we finally get to that, then we start getting clear on what it is. And that's, that's for us at least, between the two of us, where we started to have a little bit of a wrestling, trying to, trying to integrate those together. Because I think on the surface to a lot of folks, they look pretty much the same might depend on who you talk to, but but for a lot of folks, it seems, well, why why not? It's easy. Those, those two go together, and we're like, yeah, well, that's not our experience exactly, or at least not what it has been in the past. Do you want to iterate just really quickly what yours is and what mine is? We'll go into it in much more depth, but just to give an idea yeah. for the listeners what we're talking about. So, so my passion is to help people to make a focused impact in the world kind of define their calling so they can live and leave a legacy. Awesome. And my passion is really to wake people up to their impact. I want people to be aware of how they're affecting other people. And in so doing, they become capable of shifting their relationships and getting better results in the relationships. Yes. So for us, I, I think what we were experiencing is we were a bit too close to the problem. <laughs> Since we were so close into it, it, it seemed like really big. Is that like not being able to see the forest through the trees? Yeah, kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, where you get so focused in on, on the problem and the differences that you don't see other, other things, other solutions, other possibilities, and even other similarities between them. Mm-hmm. And so it's, uh, it's been part of our experience. I think uh, we were talking earlier about this, that I think each of us was afraid that if we pursued one, that the other would have to go away and not be expressed. Yeah, that, and, and our coaches kept telling us, it's yes and, yes and. I'm like, what does yes and mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was so close to the problem, and, and there really was a lot of fear. Is there really enough room to express both of our passions together? Yes. And so we've renewed our commitment to making it work out um, that there's plenty of room to both of us to express our passions and that they're actually a fantastic fit together. They are. And I'm really excited to explore that here on the show today. Yes. Yeah, and just part of our transparency, you know, for us, it was uh, what we call crunchy, not smooth. <laughs> <laughs> and in some sense, we're still, uh, still going through it some. It's not totally 100% integrated. We're still kind of working things out. Uh, but but in the process, you know, we had some times when each of us were not feeling valued by the other, and and it's it's been a it's been a journey. <laughs> yeah, there's been times where it's like, hey, but my thing's important, and the other person's like, yeah, but mine's important, and <laughs> here we are. We're finding um, we're talking a lot about the same things, but um, in the process, there was a lot of not feeling valued and not taking care to make sure that the other person was feeling valued in their contribution and their views. So it's definitely been a learning and a process for us, and we're making great strides. Yeah, and I think you had a little bit of a story you wanted to share about the journey. Yeah, the way that our journey started out, as many of you know, John had a heart attack in 2005 and really caused him to ask some bigger life questions. And he, based on his experience, found that when you're looking at the end of your life, you might you know, likely be asking yourself, did I love people well and did I life ma- did my life matter? 
and uh, he really wanted to do something about that, but it, it was unclear what to do or how to do it and was blocked and we were unsupported. Didn't know how to move forward on that. Uh, when he lost his job around about 2007, 2008, maybe 2009? I think it was 2009. 2009. Yes. Yeah, we, uh, he wanted <coughs> to do something to make a difference in people's lives, and we saw an opportunity, and we started a financial coaching business. And I figured I have a master's degree in, fle- in social work, and it allows me to be very flexible. I'm like, yeah, we can do that. I can support that. I can help people change their behaviors. That's all good. And uh, as we did that, we learned that we weren't so passionate about the finances. We wanted people to do well with their money so that they could make a difference. And so we shifted to doing what we're doing now in Simply Great Lives. And our radio show, The Impact Hour, is, is definitely an expression of that. And so basically what we did is John had a passion. He was more aware of what that was, wanted to uh, help people make a difference in people's lives. So we went with that. We ran with that. And we did not up front stop and take the time to for me to explore, wow, what am I really passionate about? What do I want to do? We're just like, oh, this is good. We'll go with this. And then as we're teaching that for other people, you know, find what you're passionate about to make a difference. I'm like, well, gee, I guess I should be doing that too. And it took me quite a while in the exploration to get clear on um, my own passion. Part of the reason it took so long is I tried to fit it within what we were already doing. I'm like, okay, what am I passionate about that already fits in this box? I'm like, well, I want to promote a positive on-purpose impact. That's actually listed as my purpose in our book. And that was the best that I could come up with at the time. And after a while, I gave myself enough space to explore, well, what is it really? Because something kept coming up. I wanted people to be aware of how they're impacting other people. And it kept coming up, kept coming up. I'm like, you know, this is, this is what I really want to act on. And that's where it got to be a little challenging, is how do we fit that into what we were already doing? How do we modify that and make sure that John's, uh, what he was already doing, what we were doing together, didn't have to go away? Any thoughts on that, John? Yep. I think that's pretty good uh, description of how things went. I think part of the, the crunchiness for us is on your part, you felt like it wasn't integrated. Mm-hmm. And, and at some point, I, I felt like it was. Right. And so, yeah, I'm like, you know, I can't be telling people live their passion, make a difference, and I'm not doing that. So you're like, well, fine, okay. <laughs> and so we, we put it in a little, in a seminar. And so you're like, okay, there, you know. And then I found that there were some limitations that I wasn't so free to go out and talk about that, um, that it was really, wanted, you wanted me to talk about um, impact, making going out and making a difference instead. So we were kind of clashing there on what was okay for me to go out and talk about. Yeah, at least what to market. Yeah, certainly yeah. for the marketing message. We had a lot of miscommunication too. Yeah. <laughs> I think we thought we were communicating and we weren't. Yes. And uh, that's been a oh, really great growth that we've been doing lately is making sure that the other person is heard, each other is heard. And that really contributes to the sense of feeling valued. Yeah. This is where it's a joke. I should say, what? <laughs> <laughs> like you weren't listening and I wasn't being heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you said uh, at one point you, you had a, a kind of a breakthrough around judging the journey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I've, uh, that's something that I've been uh, working on uh, in the process of, and just recently I had an awareness. I've, I've, I really have been beating myself up for how long uh, it's taken to get clear on my own uh, purpose, to, to implement it, to, to grow, to become the kind of person who can go out and make this really huge difference. And I think I was thinking kind of smallish. And um, I'm, I'm really thinking on the larger scale of what I want to accomplish. And yeah, that's going to take some time to not only accomplish that, to be, become the kind of person who can accomplish that. So I'm, I'm being much kinder toward me and you and us, <laughs> our journey. And the journey, it's not about how fast you get there. It's, it's about the process and the learning and you know, impacting people's lives along the way. So yeah, I'm feeling much better about not judging our journey. Yes. 
And, and a part of kind of what we do is we don't have to have arrived before we can help people on the journey because really you never arrive. It's a, it's a lifelong journey and it never really ends. You can always grow and, uh, and improve and learn and expand yourself and get better. So there's never really any arriving we just need to be, you know, two or three or four steps ahead of other people. The people that we want to help. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's what our journey's been like so far. We're excited to share with you where it's going. And um, because this will further equip us to be a benefit to you all. So wanted to let you know that you can call into the studio if you have questions about living out your own purpose. You can call us at 866 576 1055. That's 866-576-1055. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. If you want a life rich in meaning, if you want to make a difference, join John and Rena for the Impact Hour every Wednesday afternoon at 2 on Money 105.5. Learn how to increase your life's impact. Unlock your potential and live with passion. It's all new. The Impact Hour with your hosts, John and Rena. Share your stories and become part of the journey. Wednesday afternoons at 2 on Money 105.5. Find John and Rena on Facebook at The Impact Hour. Now back to the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> I don't know if I jumped in there a little too soon or not. Oh, there you go. It looked like the, the music was just about done, but uh, yeah, it's it kept all going. Good. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. So, a part of part of our integrating our passions was kind of learning a little bit about what's the same between the two and what's distinct about those. And that's kind of helped a lot and see how they're related to each other. Now, now, in order to come together to figure out what's the same, it takes willingness. <laughs> yes. An important ingredient being willing to look at that, and it helps um, to be able to work, you know, have worked through the fear um, that if you d- you're doing your thing, mine has to go away or vice versa. So, you know, once we, like, calm down and trusting that it can all be together, then we get to explore, okay, how are these really the same? Right. So here's how they are the same. Um, It's all about how you're affecting other people in one way or another. It's your impact. It's your impact. So it can be an interpersonal impact. It's how you're relating to people, how you show up and interact with people. Or it can be what are you doing in the world. And both of those are all affecting people. And when you say what you're doing in the world, you mean? Your calling, your your contribution to the world, your purpose. Awesome. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's uh, at least the way we teach, you know, pursuing your calling, it's it's other focused because what you do for yourself dies with you and what you do for others lives on. And so it's all about the legacy that you're you're leaving. Awesome. So, so both of them really are about how you're impacting other people and being aware of that impact. Right. Yeah, on purpose impacting people. Yeah, in a, in a way that's measurable. Mhm. So they're both based on love and compassion and valuing other people. Um, In both cases, when we are not being loving or not compassionate towards other people, it's really hard to to interact well and to make that impact. It's greatly diminished. Another way that they're the same is they're both about stepping into a bigger, better version of yourself. So in both cases, it requires a lot of personal growth and dealing with a lot of uh, inner work in order to become a a bigger version, better version of yourself. Really improving yourself for the benefit of other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're both about being proactive and deliberate. It's not something that happens by accident. Got to be on purpose. Yes. Yes, for sure. Yep. Yeah. 
Those are, those are really great, uh, important parts of how they're the same. And uh, keeping that in mind makes it easier moving forward. And we think it's also helpful to, to be clear on the ways that they are different and not to highlight how they're different, but it's important to be aware of. So we can put the focus where it needs to be and um, it doesn't have to be just both where they overlap, um, but we need to know where they're also different and so where we need to, where we need to focus and do our work with people. <clears throat> so when it comes to being aware of how we're affecting other people around us, you could call it your, um, awareness of your interpersonal impact, it's, um, it's really being aware of how you're affecting people all around you all the time. So it's, you can compare that to a focused positive impact. Your calling is often uh, very targeted. It's very focused. It might be with a specific population such as single moms or homeless veterans. Uh, it could be regarding an issue like literacy. Um, but the fact that it is focused and targeted, uh, in a sense, kind of doesn't include paying attention to the other people. So that's, that's how they're a little different. One is being aware of the people locally around you as you move through the world. The other is being deliberate about reaching out to specific people in certain conditions to make that impact. Now with the focused impact, which you could also call your calling, it, it is, like I said, a lot more focused and because it's more focused and deliberate, you get to have a deeper impact. So if you're only focusing on people around you and being the kind of person that helps people feel seen and heard and understood and valued and you're lifting people up and things of that nature, it is a positive impact. And it's not as deep and life-changing as, as a calling would create in somebody else's life. So with your interpersonal impact, you can kind of think of it as having a wider <coughs> impact and the calling is having more of a deep impact. Both are very, very valuable. Wouldn't want to have one without the other because that is actually possible to have one, one of these kinds of impacts and neglect the other. So you can imagine if somebody, um, it wouldn't be as beneficial if somebody is living their calling and neglecting the people around them and potentially having a negative impact on people around them. Similarly, they might be living their calling and they're really not paying attention to how they're actually impacting the people. So they might be doing something deliberate to help them, but they're not aware that they're maybe accidentally giving messages about the person's value or other things. Just the way they're showing up is creating an experience for the person that they're helping. And if they're not aware of that, they might not be having the impact that they're wanting to have. Similarly, a person who is having, is really working to be aware of how they're impacting people around them and they're not having a focused positive impact. They're not having a purpose, a calling, a deliberate thing that they're going out and doing. They are positively affecting people, but it's not as deep. They're not causing as deep a level of change. And so an example we had of this is, uh, imagine somebody they're working with a homeless person and if they're not having a their if it's not a part of their calling they're not really seeking to create deep level change they might be creating a pleasant experience so for for example someone's walking down the street and they meet up with somebody who's homeless and they have a nice conversation and they're really present and that person who's homeless is feeling valued and that the person really gets them and um, they have a really nice experience and then the person kind of goes on their way and the person who's homeless their life hasn't changed and you can imagine somebody who their their purpose is to help people who are homeless for example maybe giving food 
and we actually talked to a lady. This was her experience when she was homeless. She went and uh, received food, and she got messages that she wasn't very valuable, um, that she was less than, and uh, it was kind of created a negative, further negative experience for her because somebody was living their calling. They're out there making a difference, or maybe they were just volunteering, but they weren't aware of the experience that they were creating in the other person. I'm talking a lot. Why don't I give you an opportunity <laughs> to, to interject if yeah. you have anything to say? A couple things I just wanted to add. Um, in all of this, in the, in the integration of our passions, we, we just explored how they're the same and how they're different, not so we can just pick the, the common denominator between the two of those, mm-hmm. but that we, can, exactly. we could include both. Yes. Because both are important. And it's not like one is is lesser than the other. They're both very important. And when they're together, when a person in their life, when they are aware of how they're showing up and who they're being when they interact with people and they've worked through some of their inner work and have learned to forgive and they've learned to, to work through some of their mindsets and they have a focused impact in the world, it's really powerful. Mm-hmm. It's much, it's much more effective, it's much more efficient. They're changing lives at a deeper level and they're, more, they're just doing a lot better at it. Yeah. yeah. So good point about we don't want it to be the one without the other because they're both valuable. And I'm, I'm really seeing how important both are because we wouldn't want it to be just one yeah. and not the other. Yeah, so like the example with the homeless person, you know, you get really good at navigating through the world in a pleasant way and being a, a kind of person people want to hang around and you come across a homeless person and you interact with them and they have this great experience and you say, okay, bye-bye, have a great day. I mean, how much... You loved on them. Yeah. Right, how, we hear that a lot. Right. How, how much did you love on them if you're not doing anything to help change their situation? Right. And really meeting them with where they're at and helping them, assuming they want to change their situation... You know, how, are you there meeting them to help with that? Or are you just saying, have a great day and, you know, we had a good time and then that was it? Yeah, as we were working through this, preparing for the show, I just really got a sense of the, the deep love that's expressed when a person's living their calling. They've gotten clear on what they're passionate about and they're going out and they're changing lives because they love people and they care about people. So they're taking it so much deeper to really make a difference that's long-lasting and meaningful. And that's that's such a great expression of love compared to just being nice to somebody and then leaving them right. in that same situation. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Very cool. So we have show recordings available for you. If you miss part of this show or you want to listen to past show recordings, they're available at theimpacthour.com. And you can even subscribe to them as a podcast on your favorite app. So appreciate you listening um, to those recordings and trust that they're beneficial for you. When we come back, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into uh, what it's like, what we're talking about, and the difference that John and I are each passionate about, and how we're changing lives, and how that looks. So be sure to stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour. When it comes to retirement, a lot of folks don't even know where to start, and it's easy to be overwhelmed and confused by all the information out there. Don't let that happen to you. Join Jeff Mitchell, the president of Monolith Financial Group, every Saturday morning at 10 for the Monolith Money Show to discover the strategies you need to know to have a happy and comfortable retirement. Start your journey into retirement with the Monolith Money Show, featuring Jeff Mitchell every Saturday morning at 10 on Money 105.5. More reasons to go to Waldo Bowers Flooring Showroom at 2300 Broadway. Shaw Mark's Anything Goes Carpet with the best 20-year no-mat, no-crush warranty in the industry. Torture-tested time and time again in places like Epcot Center and Grand Central Station at a special sale price. This is National Karistan Carpet Month and selected styles are on sale. 
For hardwood, a cash rebate where you can save 50 cents per square foot on your Mirage flooring purchase, but only for a limited time ends May 27. The new waterproof technology is now available in luxury vinyl tile and plank, and specialty natural flooring products like cork, bamboo, and wool carpet have their own displays. If you can think of any other flooring product that we don't carry, let us know and we'll carry it just for you. 0% financing is available on approved credit. Waldo Bowers, excellent customer service, professional installation, and affordable prices. Why would you go anywhere else? Online at waldobowersfloorcovering.com or call 451-0114. I'm Jody Stevens for La Bella Vita Medi Spa, the amazing beauty division from Tenure Medical. So do you have a tattoo you'd like removed? Pico Way from La Bella is the most advanced laser in aesthetic medicine today. It does an amazing job of removing tattoos, removing pigment, scars, and wrinkles too. I'm having my tattoo removed. After the very first treatment, it was already noticeably lighter. And now you can revolutionize the look of your skin with old therapy. This ultrasound skin tightening and lifting procedure is a cutting edge, non-invasive treatment to lift and tighten skin on your face and neck. Pico Way and All Therapy from La Bella Vita Medi Spa in Rockland. Call 624-4959. 624-4959. Online at labellavitamedispa.com. I'm Craig Ashton of the Injury Law Firm of Ashton & Price. It is a fact that we are statistically living much longer. So when you're injured in an auto accident, it is critical that you get exemplary medical care early. When you retain Ashton & Price, we'll introduce you to the best providers in the region do not require upfront payment. Injury victims face a path towards a healthier future or one fraught with complications. First steps are key, so let Ashton & Price be your guide. The consultation is free and there is never a fee unless you win, so Google Ashton & Price for a free consultation. Remember, for the best advice, don't think twice. Call Ashton and Price. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. This June marks the 50th anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem following Israel's victory in the Six-Day War. Many Americans mistakenly believe that only then, in 1967, did Jerusalem become Israel's capital with a clear Jewish majority. But Jerusalem has always been the seat of Israel's parliament. Two-thirds of the city's population was already Jewish at the time of Israeli independence in 1948. In fact, Jews constituted Jerusalem's largest religious group as early as the mid-19th century in the the city served as the Judean capital for a thousand years from King David to the Roman dispersion. Meanwhile, Jerusalem has never been a Palestinian Arab capital. Between 1948 and 1967, Arab forces occupied a small portion of the city, but the nation of Jordan, not any Palestinian entity, controlled that territory. This year's 50th anniversary is a good occasion to come to terms with the true history of the holy city. I'm Michael Medved. If you want a life rich in meaning, if you want to make a difference, join John and Rena for the Impact Hour every Wednesday afternoon at 2 on Money 105.5. Learn how to increase your life's impact. Unlock your potential and live with passion. It's all new. The Impact Hour with your hosts, John and Rena. Share your stories and become part of the journey. Wednesday afternoons at 2 on Money 105.5. Find John and Rena on Facebook at The Impact Hour. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. Live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we're talking about. Well, it's called Wrestling with Passions, and to some extent, it's kind of been us wrestling with each other (laughs) and really finding out how we can both live out our passions together. And it's, it's very powerful. It's much stronger together. So this radio show is really devoted to the process that we've been going through to make that happen. And now we're going to dive into what it looks like when we're putting feet on our purpose and living it out. 
and you do have the opportunity to call in if you're so inclined. You can reach us here at the studios at 866-576-1055 if you'd like to share with us your own journey about pursuing your passion to make a difference. I'm going to start off by talking about the impact awareness piece, and I'll be transparent and share that I get a little uncomfortable sharing about this with people. As excited as I am about it, I there's a part of me that for a lot of my life has needed to appear competent, like I've got it all together, and this is not all together. This is in process, it's in development, and what I would love is to present it to you all nice and packaged up with a pretty bow on top. It is not nicely packaged with a pretty bow. It's a little messy, but what I can share with you is some of the really important elements of it. And I'm developing a course on it now. I, I might mention that again later, but this, this is part of what I'm creating to, like I said, put feet on my passion and, and make my difference in the world. So it's all about how you're being, how you're showing up. That when I say that, I'm meaning what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and how that's affecting other people. Because I can guarantee you that what you're thinking and what you're feeling will affect other people. So it's, it's a really great deep exploration of what that means and what it looks like and changing how you're showing up, changing how other people are experiencing you so that you can have better results in your relationships, which affects everything in life, just about. It affects how you're doing in business, it affects how you're doing in your family, with friends, everywhere. It has such a tremendous effect on people <clears throat> and tremendous benefit then to become aware and be able to change those things. Just a quick visual on that to help our listeners. Something I just thought of. Uh, imagine you're angry. Now, it doesn't matter who you're angry at, but you're experiencing angry. That's what you're feeling. And you go to your spouse, and and you, you know that they're wanting reassurance, and so you say, I love you, while you're angry. <laughs> That's going to come across not maybe the way you intended. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just an example. It's not like the only example, but oh, that's an lots. example of how what you're thinking and what you're feeling affects other people as you're interacting with them. That's right. That's right. If you're if you're upset about something that somebody's said or done, it'll it'll seep through and and it'll affect them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that leads actually nicely into my next point, which is how you're being is an invitation for people to be the same way with you. So in fact, you may have noticed when you're angry with somebody, you're likely to get anger back. Similarly, if you're curious and compassionate towards somebody, they're more likely to respond in a like fashion. So how you're being is an invitation to people. We've also learned that the strongest energy leads. So if somebody's <clears throat> highly, highly angry and the other person's kind of mellow and, and, and the anger doesn't change, the person will, will rise to meet that anger. If a person is very grounded and centered and not pushed, have their buttons pushed by the anger, the anger will actually subside if they can maintain the strongest energy. Um, it'll, it'll affect the other person. That'll be a lot of fun to dive deeper into. <clears throat> I also encourage people to be in their heart versus their head. And if this is a new idea to you, that's totally cool. It was a new idea to me a number of years ago. But people have a very different experience of us, whether we're focused on our heart area, whether we're experiencing life from that place or, or we're all up in our head. So we're able to accomplish a lot through thinking through our head, and it's actually not as great for connecting with other people. So I actually teach people how to get into their heart and connect with people at that level because people respond really, really well to that. And I also help people to develop more compassion and empathy. And you can imagine that can only be beneficial in relationships. There's a lot of I call them continuums. 
see if I come up with a better word as I'm developing all of this. There are different ways of being, and you can be more of one way and less of another, and you can kind of move the needle on that continuum. And this is just some of them. There's actually more. Here's what I've got for you now. Being vulnerable versus being guarded. So people respond well to when we're willing to share who we really are versus wearing a mask. If we're showing up for, for example, a networking event or a business meeting, if we're guarded and we're hiding what's really going on with us and who we are, we'll be met with that same kind of response. Or at least some kind of resistance. Yeah, yeah. So I can share a little bit of my experience sure. around that. It's uh, in the classes that I teach, um, and I've done it both ways and seen other instructors uh, how it works for them. But uh, early on when I was teaching, I would stand up and say, hey, I'm the expert of all this experience and, you know, I'm here to teach you. <laughs> and, and almost always I would get at least one student, like, go into resistance around that. And there'd be, like, a problem student in the class. And they would be, you know, arguing and, you know, picking on little points or maybe I didn't get it quite exactly right. And, and it created this weird awkwardness in the class. And, and now when I teach, I, one of the first things I say is, you know, I have a lot of experience, but I still don't know everything, and I'm still learning just like you guys. And it seems to just take all the resistance out, and I don't really get nearly as much of that. Every once in a while, I still get somebody like that, but for the most part, they're like, oh, cool, okay, you know, I'll, I'll learn from you, and, and I don't expect you to have all the answers either, and this, this just makes it easier. That's a great example. People just really respond to us better when we're real because, truthfully, you don't know it all. You know a lot. Yeah, I know <laughs> and, a lot, and, and I don't, don't know, know it all. You don't know it all, yeah. and that's, that's okay, and it, it totally puts people at ease yeah. when we're real in that way, and it makes them more comfortable. Yes. They can also relate to that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of different beingnesses. I'll just pick another one or two. <clears throat> being curious versus being assuming. Now, if you go into an interaction with somebody and they're assuming all kinds of things about you, you can imagine how that would affect you. Now, you compare that to being approaching somebody and being curious about who they are, what they've got going on, what do they do, how can you be of service to them, what's that really like for them? People respond really, really well to that. Yeah, in conversations too, someone could say something and they can go, oh, that means that whatever yeah. what do you feel in in the blank in there that means they're they don't care about me or they're just being a jerk or they're selfish or whatever right mm -hmm. and just make this assumption and then run with it yeah. versus hmm i wonder what they really meant by that and then asking questions that's great i'm i'm really growing in that right now and my coach is, our coach is a really great model for you know, somebody will say something and i'm like well that seems pretty plain and she'll ask about it and i'm like well i wasn't understanding what that person was saying at all and so it's so great to ask and really want to find out what people are meaning it, and yeah. it, it works really even well. when it appears plain even when it appears obvious because there's so much room for miscommunication it's amazing if you're interested in hearing more about these different ways of being I cover them in episode 34 how your being matters and I, I go into much more depth there Similarly, I have uh, episode 29, Other People's Perspectives. These are available on the impacthour.com. And it's really important for you to be aware of how you're affecting other people, to be paying attention, uh, to know that you have some responsibility for the experience that you're creating for people. Now, sometimes you may say or do something that somebody mistakes and you accidentally create an experience for them different that you wanted. And it's not about blaming yourself or blaming them. That was their fault. They didn't understand this and that. Coming from a place of love and concern, you say, oh, that's not the way I meant for that to go. What can I do from here to really help the person to have a better experience? So... Also, episode number 24 is Meaningful Connections. I really swung out and took a... Uh, took a risk on that one, exploring really how, how it is to help other people feel seen, heard, and understood. I say swing out and took a risk because that was really my first time talking publicly about my passion and how it's taking shape. So that was pretty big for me. So it's really beneficial to hold space for people. And what I mean by that is to be present for them and acknowledge their feelings and not let your feelings 
become a part of the equation. So I dive deep into that. And we're going to head into a break here in a moment and want you to stay tuned so you can hear more about John's passion and how he's got feet on it as making a difference in people's lives. You're listening to the Impact Hour. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. If you want a life rich in meaning, if you want to make a difference, join John and Rena for the Impact Hour every Wednesday afternoon at 2 on Money 105.5. Learn how to increase your life's impact. Unlock your potential and live with passion. It's all new. The Impact Hour with your hosts, John and Rena. Share your stories and become part of the journey. Wednesday afternoons at 2 on Money 105.5. Find John and Rena on Facebook at The Impact Hour. Interrupting life as usual. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we're talking about kind of the wrestling that we've had in integrating our passions together. And as Rena was sharing a little bit about her passion and the ways that she can help people navigate through the world different and have more positive, uplifting, productive relationships. Uh, one of the things that I thought of is, you know, what's what's the benefit of that? Well, why would somebody want that? And a part of that is we all have some basic needs and we need love and belonging and esteem. And it certainly helps with a lot of that. And when we can, we can navigate relationships better, we just have a better experience of life and more satisfaction, more productivity in the workplace because trust is built. And uh, wanted to mention some of the things I've experienced in the past that you might relate to is if you've had a reoccurring situation come up. So I know for me, I had some conflict in the workplace and then I changed jobs, not necessarily directly because of that, but I changed jobs and I thought, okay, shoo, you know, that person's not there anymore. This, this conflict stuff won't happen again. So this is good. And it came up again. And then I changed jobs and it came up again. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> and, uh, if you can relate to something like that, a re reoccurring problem in your life, uh, what Rena teaches and shares about can help with that. Because likely, if it's recurring, we're contributing to it. I know. Ouch. But <laughs> I can relate to it. <laughs> Can't we all, if we really look at it? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot more I could share with you, but for the interest of time... You might just need to wait until I have my course fully developed. Yeah, yeah. you just might have to. Because I want to hear more about your passion, John, and oh, what right. you're doing with it. So my passion really grew out of my heart attack experience in 2005 when I thought those might be the last moments of my life. It really woke me up and asked some really tough questions of myself. And I asked myself if I had really loved people well and if my life mattered. And the one about my life mattering just really took hold of me. I felt like I could leave the world and almost nobody would notice. And that just wasn't sitting well with me at all. And so from there, it took a lot of years to really do something about it until I really felt like I could and I should and the world needed me to speak about my message. I decided that others may have a very similar experience at the end of their life, at the end of your life, you know, you might regret the things that you did not do far more than the things that you did. And I think studies have shown that that's pretty common. And that's not what I would want for you at all. From my experience, I would want you to get to that place at the end and, and go, yes, you know, I, I finished well. That's what I really want. And to do that, it really requires some deliberateness. It requires people following what they're passionate about, which is what they really care about. Uh, it involves using strengths so that you can do really well at it. You know, when people come to our seminars, we really kind of dive into this idea of strengths. It's a little different than what most people think of, but I think it's pretty helpful. And using those things to just step out and make a meaningful impact in the world. 
then at that point, as if you've made an impact and as you've grown that throughout your life, I think for most people, they would get to the end and feel like they really finished well. It's like finishing a race and going, yes. Yes. Yeah. That's oh, good. yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's satisfying right there. Yeah, that's you know, really satisfying. To live your life in such a way that you know you finished well, that's got to be good. Yes. Yes. And this also meets a need that people have. We talked about esteem. This is a part of esteem as well. But uh, a lot of times, uh, like if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, they talk about self-actualization. Uh, but really, it's about legacy. You know, it's about what was your life's impact on the world? What was the contribution you made to the world that will live on? And I believe everybody has that need out there. It might not be as strongly felt if there's other needs kind of superseding it in the moment. But I believe everybody has a need for that. So to do this really well, and it's really about effectively making your contribution, it really involves a lot of personal growth. It involves overcoming fears, involves taking risks, being willing to make mistakes, uh, to create your own path through, the, through life and not just following somebody else's. Uh, it involves dropping false beliefs about how the world works, because we have a lot of those that people have told us we just took in and accepted but really aren't true about opening up options and possibilities so that we're not so constrained uh, by what we see in the world, but we really have more options than maybe we might first see. And a lot of big part of this is to see that your calling, you know, should stretch you. If your calling is not stretching you as a person, you probably have a calling that's too small. And this is something that, that would stretch you as a person and have you go do things you haven't done before and growing as a person and growing capacity. And that's because there's a, a desire for more impact, more people's lives impacted at a deeper level, and that requires us to step up and grow because there's always room for improvement and more, more impact. Yeah, so to give kind of a, a specific example behind that is suppose uh, you know Joe decides that a part of his calling is he really wants to get out there and, and share a message with the world that that's, he's learned something and the world needs to hear. And so he needs, he decides that to effectively do that, he should be doing public speaking. But if Joe's never done public speaking before, you know, this is not gonna be just, oh, put it on my to-do list and I'm gonna go out and go speaking. This is something where he's gonna have to grow as a person. It's not just about technique. To speak effectively well, it's about how you see yourself and your confidence on stage and your beingness and you're willing to be vulnerable and all of that. Your beingness as a speaker <clears throat> is huge. If you want your audience to respond well and take action not based on what you're telling them, yeah, it's huge. Yeah, so, so we help people with all of that. And it really is about aligning your deepest held values with action. You know, there's, a, there's kind of a, a, I don't know, I guess a cognitive distance and, and kind of a, a weird effect that goes on when you have deep held values and then don't act on them. Oh, that just doesn't feel good. That's, yeah. Yeah. That, that ta that's actually very taxing. Yes. And, and something, something needs to adjust. That's the idea behind cognitive dissonance. Either you adjust your values down or you start making your actions line up with yeah. your values. Yeah. Yeah. And a, a lot of times you'll see people who have not acted on their values for years and years and years. And, and they're, they've just readjusted their values so much to where, you know, they don't, they don't care about hardly anything anymore. And it's really sad to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So when people find their calling and they live that, it's about finding meaning and significance and satisfaction. It's very fulfilling. You get to live and leave a legacy that lasts beyond your life. And it's exciting. It's an adventure. It's an adventure. Yes, it is. Yes. Totally worthwhile. That's awesome. So there's really benefits to having a calling, making a significant difference in people's lives, and there's benefits to being aware of how you're affecting people around you and adjusting that so you're having more of a positive impact just on the people around you. One of the ways that we help people to find their calling is we have a seminar that we love to do. It's a weekend event and we walk people through a process 
to get clear on the difference that they want to make. And in the past, what we've done is we schedule it, and then we see who'd like to come. And last time, we had only four people, which is the smallest one we've done. It was very intimate, and I just thought it was delightful. It was very effective. Everybody felt very supported. And so we're going to try something new where we're deliberately limiting it to four people. So it's a very intimate group, and we do a lot of work one-on-one in the group. And what we're doing is we're looking for four people who would like to have that experience and get clear on their life's purpose and the difference that they want to make. And once we have you four lined up, we'll find a date that works for all of you and move forward from there. So we offer free discovery sessions for you to kind of see where you're at with your impact. Is it where you want it to be? And would you like some support? in moving forward on getting clear on that. And um, we would be happy to help you through that process. And you may have heard of that on the ads. So you can go to theimpacthour.com to discover, to to schedule your free discovery session. Yes. Yeah. So if you wanted to learn a little bit more and go more in depth on uh, what I teach about making a an impact, making a focused impact, and living a legacy. A couple of past episodes, Passionate Pursuits, episode number four, you can listen to that. Or uh, episode number 11, Find Your Purpose, kind of dives more into that. Yeah. Awesome. We are just delighted to be able to support you all in having more of a positive impact. And I feel honored to be able to share our own journey with you really one of the reasons that I want to be able to do that is to let you to let you know that you're not you're not unusual okay well we want to normalize that this is a journey it would be delightful if we could just flip a switch and bam we're living our purpose our, our calling we're changing lives and and that's highly unusual if at all it's it's a matter of getting clear for yourself what you want adjusting it and growing who you are as a person. That's true for being aware of how you're impacting people around you. It's true for making a significant difference in the lives of people. It requires growth and support is very beneficial in that, in making it happen. So we're delighted to be able to share that with you here on the Impact Hour and want to wish you a phenomenal week. Want to thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Impact Hour. Thank you.